Warning, this podcast may change the way you think about business, entrepreneurship, and money forever. The Conquistador Podcast was created for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to conquer their future. 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 To be an epic entrepreneur, you must adopt the right mental paradigms as well as master the art of selling, marketing, and finance. Now, it's time to welcome two serial entrepreneurs, leaders, husbands, and fathers who are passionate about sharing the strategies that are helping them excel in life and in business. Here are Mauricio Garcia and Hubert Humphrey. Okay, we're live. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Conquistador podcast. You know, I believe that one of the biggest things, truly, to succeed in business is changing a lot of mental paradigms, and that is what we're going to talk about today. And as every day, as always, I'm joined by my friend, my mentor, uh, Mr. Hubert Humphrey. Hubert, how are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, good to be with everybody today. Awesome. So what do you think uh, about paradigm shifting? You know, there's a definition I, I wrote down here. It says that the paradigm is a set of rules and regulations that do two things. One, it establishes and defines boundaries. And two, it tells you how to behave inside the boundaries uh, as to be successful. I think it goes way, way deeper than that. Um, and I, I'm excited about today's podcast because I can tell you from personal experience that I wouldn't be where I am today if I was still uh, operating under paradigms. You know, I was operating on even a year ago because every day you're changing these paradigms as you grow. Mm -hmm. That's right. You, you need to look at a paradigm as if it's a vehicle. Like if you wanted to go to the if you wanted to go to the moon, you couldn't you couldn't be in a Piper Cub or a, or, or even a Delta commercial jet. Uh, those will, those will take you up and fly you around, but you can't go to the moon. You've got to get out of that vehicle and get into a, a rocket ship that's capable of going to the moon. So you're, 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 it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the mindset it's like a vehicle, a paradigm. You've got to get in the right paradigm. In fact, uh, Stephen R. Covey, great great friend of mine, passed away a few years ago. He, we spent a lot of time together over the years. And, and in his great book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, Highly Effective People, he talked, there was a little hidden nugget in there, and he talked about paradigms. He said, if you want to make minor changes in your personal life or your team's life, uh, change the attitude. But if you want to make major changes in your personal or your team's performance, change their paradigm, meaning change the way they think. You know, and I've told this story probably on other podcasts here about when I was working on the railroad back in the day, I dropped out of Georgia Tech after two years, married, thought a summer job turns into a long deal. I'm riding the freight train back on a caboose all by myself, just day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And, 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 uh, and I, was, uh, I was just a poor old railroad guy riding the freight train. Then I started studying a few little self-improvement books like Thinking Grow Rich and a few things like that. And, and all of a sudden it changed my, I changed my attitude but I was still, I, I was a negative thinking poor railroad man who read a positive thinking book, and I now, the only difference was I was a positive thinking poor railroad man. I was mm -hmm. still in the same vehicle. I had to get away from that vehicle called the railroad, J-O-B, found a, a business that I could be in, and now that new vehicle is what took me. So that, that's, that's an example of paradigm shifting that you got to do in life. And, and, 
and it's in, in every a paradigm shift is, is is in your nutrition plan. It's in your it's in your physical wellness plan. It's it's in your uh, your health plan. If, if you know, I, ha- I haven't been taking my medicine, well, I'm in a new paradigm. I'm gonna start taking my medicine. I'm I'm not eating right. I'm gonna start eating right. I mean, all these little things that go on in your life are there's there, there's smaller paradigm shifts and bigger paradigm shifts. But it, yeah. but but the ultimate thing for entrepreneurs is are you in the right are you in the mm-hmm. right vehicle and do and do you have the right attitude adjustment in that right vehicle that yeah. can make it go sometimes sometimes you could be in the right vehicle and because you lack the right paradigm you completely miss the opportunity and i want to before we go into you know how you know having the right paradigms can help uh, you know entrepreneurs really succeed i want to talk about poverty just for a little bit because um I think that many people that are listening to the podcast can relate to a story like mine, where I came uh, from Mexico in 1998 for the second time, left home. So I left home with $10 in my pocket and uh, was working at a factory, wasn't making enough money. And then I started into entrepreneurship. And what I'm trying to get to is that I could maybe say that I... I had no money to start in business like a lot of people that go in business because they don't like the current situation, right? Mm-hmm, right. And, and, and so you take advantage of, I always say that the biggest benefit this country has is that you can go in business for yourself, right? The free enterprise. Took advantage of that, and it was the paradigm that helped me. Those paradigm shifts were the, one, the things that really helped me advance over time because it's kind of like the the lifesavers that, you know, that protect me from drowning, um, you know, in, in this difficult ocean of, of, of business and entrepreneurship. And so when I look at, you know, whether that's countries or communities, is it the paradigm? Because they, in, a, in a country like the United States, as an example, where there's really opportunity is out there for everybody, I... I, I believe that the way people think has more to do than their upbringings and their current financial status or their, you know, current connections. And I want to talk about that because uh, there's probably hundreds, if not thousands of stories of people that really have uh, been able to achieve great things coming from the bottom. Absolutely. It, it, you're, you're right. The number one thing is the paradigm that you're in. Uh, if if it's if if it's not the right paradigm, you have the free enterprise, the f- freedom to choose an attitude, and there is a way to move from one paradigm to a higher paradigm. Everybody has that chance here in America. A lot of countries out there still have caste, c a s t e, uh, caste systems that are that trap people down in society. They're societal things. They're political things. There there are. Uh, Various things. I, I like to I like to give a little quick story that that, that, that kind of it kind of says a lot here about the American free enterprise system that, that we operate in. You know, and back back when America was founded, that the people that escaped from from uh, the, the the great from the British from the, the English dominance over there, and they most of them were prisoners or they were just people trying to get away and they got on this ship and they came over and landed in America. There was nothing over here but wilderness and some, and, 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 uh, and, and native, uh, uh, natives over here. 
And so they didn't have any, anything organized here. But they were willing to come and have faith to do it. They were escaping an aristocracy of birthright, an aristocracy of blood life. You didn't have the right last name, the right mm -hmm. bloodline. You couldn't be anybody over there in the, in the British system back in those days. You, you either was in that aristocracy or you were in the, the poor class. They, that was the way it was. And that was par two, two distinct paradigms. And so they were trapped. And so, but they wanted to do something about it. So they came over here, and over many, two or three hundred years, they've established an aristocracy of meritocracy, of, of you, you can come over here and improve your lot in life. You can be somebody. You can, you can change, no matter if you've got a lot of money or not, you can find a way to move up. And that was the way this country was founded. So we went from an aristocracy of, of, of birthright to an aristocracy of merit, meritocracy, but over the years, a lot, of, a, a lot of things have changed in America, especially as the, after the World Wars and the big industrial companies, corporations were founded, and jobs, J-O-B, became the new norm. And so the American dream wasn't one of becoming something. It, it was, it, can you just have a job? Now, that's good. Job's good. But you can, you can, you can be better than that. And so we've, now, we've gone from aristocracy of, of birthright aristocracy of meritocracy and slowly we've eased back into an aristocracy of uh of mediocrity i call it mm -hmm. and, and and too many people over here are wasting this great free enterprise system things and, got too and, good maybe yeah. well it was what it got it, it got too good but they they didn't they didn't dare to realize that they could they could rise up and be somebody and uh, and become their own be their own boss be an enterpriser and the people that really struggle and strive and do that and break away, they, they, they can change their paradigm in this country. Well, that's a, that, that could go deep, 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 because I would say, like, in my case, I didn't know any better. I was operating, yeah, for what I thought it was best for me, but only with paradigms that were passed down from my parents, that was passed down from grandparents, you know? And so right. how, how do you, you know, like, I think... When I look at uh, the country where I had my childhood, you know, Mexico, and there, there's, I think there's a, the lack of, of the, the crisis really is in leadership. We talk about uh, Mexico, uh, people think about corruption and things like that. Uh, and, you know, I think that that does something to the paradigm of, of a nation, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that whole, it's all, is a, a, a leadership, it's a crisis of leadership that causes people mm -hmm. to think in a certain way. And so, right. uh, I think it's a very it's a very uh, big topic uh, to go into as far as like what happened throughout the centuries, uh, mm -hmm. decades that has kept so many people, uh, you know, in the wrong paradigm. Right? Is well, it that, is it is it the content? Is it the media? Like who is who, who who is doing this to us, or is it just us by the choices we're making and what to consume? Because whatever we well, consume, it sticks in us, you know. Well, obviously the, in, the, the 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 suppressing the suppressing environment is by wrong kind of leadership in countries, nations, uh, businesses, etc. Has everything to do with the conditions, but deep down inside, it, especially in America, where you you, you, you can, you, you, there is the possibility that anybody can rise up 
and do and, and improve themselves if they choose to. Over here, the uh, I, I, I think uh, our, our school systems, they, our school, the, from the time it goes to kindergarten all the way up through high school into college, almost none of them teach anything about uh, skills that are that to, to how you can be an entrepreneur. They're teaching you how to be a good job. How to get and your parents tell you go to go out here, go to school, get an education or some trade, and get you a good job with good benefits and and everything will work out. That's well, a great point. So so it's a suppression of like you said your your parents, society, leadership, everybody. Is, is for their own reasons or suppressing it, and the media does the same thing. So all of that is suppressing. But the nice thing about it is that since we are in America, we can break free from all of that if we have leaders like uh, here. We're trying to be leaders. We're, we're trying to tell a bunch of people. I don't. I, we don't know exactly who's listening to this podcast today. Somebody might be sitting there and say, you know, I've never been told I could be in business. I've never been told I could succeed. Uh, th this is making me think I can. Uh, in fact, I, how can I contact these guys and let them tell me more? I mean, those kind of well, thoughts are, is it, what it, frees it's people the up. It's the least. I, I, I don't uh, remember which article I read this in, but I think there's about 90% of the population in the entire world is, is an entrepreneur, is in, is in business, you know? Uh, 9%. That means that the other 91% is not. is operating in a... Uh, well, maybe, and, and not in an entrepreneurship paradigm. They're an employee, and there's nothing wrong, you know. If if you want to be an employee, you're just not maximizing the biggest benefit. And people always say, "Well, somebody's got to be the employee," you know. And uh, what would you say to that? Because what I say is, you, you can always choose not to be, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but that 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 that's where that's where most people are operating. And when they hear these type of things, <clears throat> that's right. It's kind of like it's, it's weird to them. Right and and different. Most entrepreneurs that I'm aware of, and, and most of the successful ones that I'm aware of, or study about, they went through the employee phase somewhere somehow. So they Obviously. filled the employee role one or two or three times over the years before they found. Like I was 35 years old before I really broke away and became a full entrepreneur, where I'm now controlling my own future, being able to do things that cost my income and wealth to grow. Uh, from a yeah, job, but, I, but, but, but I, so 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 everybody gets their turn being one of those employees. So there's plenty of people being employed. There'll never be a shortage of employees. But a lot of those employees move on up and become the entrepreneurs. A lot of them don't. It, but it's a choice they have to make, and, and a lot of times it depends upon the circumstances they're in, whether their vision got stretched that they could see that they could. A lot of I would say. The reason why 91% of the people never become entrepreneurs, probably 75% of that 91%, they never had a set of conditions or somebody around them or some leaders or something that that, that could stretch, that they let stretch their vision where they actually could believe it. And some people are so fearful of getting out of their comfort zone, they don't even want to go look. They don't even want their vision stretched because they're scared that it might take them into uncharted waters. So that's fine. But but at least the opportunity is there, and I just know when America was founded, there were no corporations, there were there were very, almost no jobs. Everybody had to be a merchant or, or the self-employed farmer or a self-employed uh, 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 merchant store or or everybody had to go make their own way. There was some kind of a there was some kind of a little 
they were entrepreneurs that didn't even know what an entrepreneur was back when the country was founded. Because yeah. there were no there were no jobs to go. I'm not going down to the unemployment office. There was no unemployment checks. There was nothing. It, you had to be some kind of a little industrious person. Yeah. Sometimes we sometimes we think as an entrepreneur you're all big and successful. The no. word the word entrepreneur means inter enterpriser. It's a French word for enterpriser. It just simply means that you are going to go and make your own way. You're mm -hmm. going to, to try to determine your own yeah. future, so, make your own living. Find a solution to whatever problems out there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, right. now, uh, switching gears, same topic, but very curious. <clears throat> Over the last four decades, we could, and we're not going to mention any names, but uh, uh, there's a lot of people, probably dozens of millions of people that you have directly or indirectly impacted. And a lot of them now to this day are multi, multi-millionaires. And these were people that came, saw the opportunity, got in business, was, were, they, they, they were able to be in business with, with yourself, and now they, their lives change. So what I'm trying to get to is what were those paradigm shifts that these people make? Like right now, you've got uh, 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 one, of the, one of the leaders that I can think of that came from India, right? He used to try different things in the entrepreneurship world, and within three years produced over $50 million with his team, uh, maybe made four or five million dollars in you know three three years. There was there had to be some major paradigm shift in this person to be able to to make that move, and it was the paradigm shift in the right vehicle, right? So I want to speak more to those paradigm shifts because you've seen this happen with dozens, if not hundreds, of people that came in with nothing, saw the opportunity, changed the paradigms, and what paradigms were those to be able to go from making I don't know less than six figures to making eight figures. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, the, the, you know, you and I have talked a lot about this off camera before because we understand we've got we've got the knowledge and some secrets of some things that could speed up people's success. You know, I've mentioned this before that the Harvard Business School put out years ago that the three most important things a person could do trying to be successful if they wanted to get the greatest odds in their favor was to find a proven, successful plan that could work and copy. Even Napoleon Hill in his great book, Think and Grow Rich, says if you want to become a millionaire and be successful, or a very successful person, is to find one and go align with them and copy exactly what they did, blah, blah, blah. And so so you got to find something that's got to proven. Don't go try to, you're not, you're paid to imitate. See, in our business, the smart guys come over here and, and align with our system and save themselves a whole lot of challenges, and they certainly, they certainly turn the odds in their favor because they are aligning with a proven, tested system. And number mm -hmm. two, that it, does it have mentors, somebody that can help you fight off the loneliness, and 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 and, 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 and that system and the leadership combined can compensate for all the lack of of uh, skills and knowledge and money and everything that you don't have. You can borrow it from that system, and it leads you. And then number three is the architect of the system. Well, you and I, you and I talk about. It. I'm a little prejudiced here. I am the architect of the leadership format system, mm -hmm. and I'm mm -hmm. still in the game. And we've got a business here, and, and 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 I want to see anybody in any endeavor they're in succeed. I don't care what business you're in. I want you to succeed, and I want to. We want to give you principles that'll work at whatever you're doing. But I would be remiss if I didn't challenge you that hey. Uh, the greatest chance for the most people, and there's a few rare ones out there that are going to go make their own way and, and they're going to be successful. 
with the bulk of you, you'd better come in and find something that doesn't take a lot of money, doesn't take a lot of experience that you can align with and find a system. Well, we've got one that's a proven, tested system that has produced. This is the third company that's going to be a multi-billion dollar market cap company and got all these people you're talking about, these entrepreneurs like 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 the one you were talking about a while ago from India. We had a little guy from Vietnam that we we had. He's He's made hundreds of millions of dollars in the 35 or 40 years of following the system. On and on and on. It's because they overcame language barrier. They they aligned with the system. They 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 they. Most of these guys, I know the guy from India, had gone out and put money and bought up a lot of different service stations and other investments, and was mm-hmm. working himself to death, uh, and realized that this was a simpler pattern. So he he left all that behind, moved over, followed our system. And next thing you know, uh, he's been able to duplicate it, replicate it, sits there with a team of 25,000-plus people in two or three years and making millions of dollars and got tons of people succeeding. Yeah, but, it, well, but but but, but, it, but it, what the main thing, Risho, is that, is that he, was, he, came in, he came in and followed a system, saved himself a lot of grief. And that, right. That's what you got to do. Yeah, when, when you hear a number like that, you know, that amount of, of money being produced and that big of a team, a lot of people see it like as, a, as an impossible mountain to climb. And what you said, I think, is extremely important because you said, you know, is, is the system basically that made that happen. And there was a lot of psychology in, in a system, in a good system. It doesn't matter what system it is. It doesn't matter which industry you're going to apply that in. If we're talking about paradigm shifts. You're going to have to make those paradigm shifts that when you read them and when you understand those concepts are going to come in almost an absolute complete conflict with what you have. So there'll be resistance. Your you your mind is going to be challenged in ways you know to question a lot of these things or most of these things because they are completely the opposite of what most of us have operated under since we were kids. And so that's Absolutely. you know that that that's I want to talk about that because if, if you know ahead of time, you'll identify if it doesn't make sense to you, maybe it's challenging your current paradigm. Absolutely. You know, like it, you mentioned industry. You yeah. got sometimes, sometimes you got to, your paradigm shift is to go, I'm not in the right industry. I'm not writing, I'm not marketing the right products. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you one thing marketing in the financial services industry, with the fact that we we have simplified marketing in, this, in, the, in a very Complex industry called financial services, insurance, investments, I think it's most regulated, yeah. Most regulated. But we've, we've gone out there and simplified it, you know, to where greenies like myself can come in and, and get in and, and, and lead them through here and become very successful in a world that so-called, before was the domain of so-called quote-unquote professionals. And our guys are, I believe, the, I believe in the Forrest Gump message, a professional is as professional does. You know, it's it's pretty. We, our our little greenies and part timers became successful people. Not everybody rises to the top, but a lot of people come to make good extra income, a second income, a third income, uh, and so and, and some people get in and say I like this, and, and they, 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 they 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 move on up. And some change careers. It, it, it's your ambition level that's going to turn. See, that's another paradigm shift. Can you get? Can yeah. you take? Can you increase your ambition level? Can you? Can you turn up the temperature on your hunger level? Uh, you, you know, and it, it goes the, down to the paradigm. I think those that you said you've mentioned. Well, listen, if 
90 plus people fail in business because they didn't adapt fast enough to the new paradigms. They couldn't escape uh, the old way of thinking because in the end, is any decisions you made was based on what you thought it was best for you, and it was definitely a current paradigm that you're operating on. And when you see somebody making, you know, uh, $5 million, it's, you know, <laughs> they had a major paradigm shift. I'm sure that if we were having a conversation with this person, like I'm having with you and somebody, uh, somebody else, you will see right away that there's just a complete different way uh, of thinking. And maybe sometimes you kind of know these paradigms, but we kind of maybe uh, fail to act on them. Well, probably because there's another paradigm in the way there that is not really, uh, is preventing us from really going out there and, uh, and executing, you know, but. We, we talk a lot about being a paradigm shifter. Yeah. Paradigm shifting is a, is a growth thing. It's a perpetual thing. The minute you stop shifting your paradigm bigger and bigger and bigger, that means you're going to be shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. Mm -hmm. You're either growing or dying. Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's, says, when you're green, you're growing. When you're ripe, you rot. And, uh, and so you're either mm. a Top Gun pilot is either going ballistic or they're crashing and burning. So you, you're either going up or down. There is no status quo in mm -hmm. life. And paradigm shift is, is the same thing out there that you've got to go do. And, and, and uh, uh, it, 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 it just is a... Uh, it, 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 it's it, a mountain. It, it, it's, it's a mountain with no peak. That's right. It, it's a. It's a. It's a, It's not a pyramid where you start here and go up to the yeah. top and it narrows. It's an <clears throat> inverted pyramid where where you start <clears throat> at the bottom. Everybody's equal, and it's up to you to become unequal. Unequal. It's, it's up to you to, to 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 do what you got to do. Some people start slow and eventually take root and go big. Some people start fast and then slow down. Mm -hmm. All kind of things are going on in life and. Just don't don't uh, don't let anybody steal your dream. That that's probably the biggest word of caution I can give you. It, 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 in, the, in, in, in Think and Grow Rich in Napoleon Hill's great book, he's got a great little chapter in there about about some things that you can do to make sure that you give yourself the greatest chance to succeed. And, and, he, and he said he said one is he said you got to have that plan. You got to have that plan and goals and plan and all that works. Another thing is he said that you had to do is you had to close your mind tightly against all negative influences. In, in other words, you, you, you have got to take your mind and, and close it to all these influences. And he, and he talks about this, that usually the negatives come from the people closest to you. It could be your family. It could be your spouse. It could be your, your, your relatives. The ones, that, the ones that are closest to you can unintentionally and sometimes intentionally say things that hold you back in your paradigm. Yeah. So you, you've got you to take control of that and have that, and, and then make sure you've got that, that system, that plan that works, and stay focused. The, the more you can stay focused on a goal, a plan, and a, and, and a system can help, you, can help you do that better, the more you're going to stay in the right paradigm. So it's, one, it's one thing to have the right paradigm thinking. It's another to stay in it and stay on course and, and make it happen. It sounds easy, but, but like like I got I got out of the railroad and got into financial services and building a marketing system. Yeah. That was that was easy. I, I got that. I changed from that to that. Now the hard part starts. I'm in the right vehicle, the right paradigm. Can I can I keep can I keep the sub paradigm straight in this bigger paradigm? Can I keep it on track? And mm -hmm. and, and you and you can. It's, it's not going to be easy, 
but you always got to be a paradigm shifter and uh, uh and and and, and, and follow, you, first principle of leadership is followership and the people that learn how to follow people who who are, who are in the right paradigm you got a better chance of staying in the right paradigm if you're following people who are in the right paradigm that that absolutely. would probably be the way i'd end it with right there absolutely i want to squeeze in uh, a few concepts here before we wrap this up because we're, we're coming to the end of today's podcast but when i think anybody who is trying to do anything significantly or, or big right it has to be able to build a team around them a big team around them and when we talk about recruiting whether you're recruiting for like internal operations bringing your team their technology or the sales force or management whatever you know it's all about recruiting and there's a concept that uh, I read in one of your the, your books. It's, just, it's basically saying saying that when you're recruiting, you have, you have to aim at the heart. You know, aim aim at at the heart. What do you mean by that? Like, it actually goes deeper than that. It says aim at the heart. You know, to hit recruits, and and then aim at at the head to hit sales. I think you're you're speaking more to uh, somebody that is out there in the sales force that is also actively recruiting to build this distribution channel, like many entrepreneurs are doing right now. Right, because it all, all which way you aim, it depends upon what kind of business you're in. If you're in a business like the business that that I'm in, and we've always built our previous companies and are building today, where where we're where we give people a chance to come in and build organizations, and they're selling dreams as opposed to selling financial services. Uh, now, now we end up selling dreams and end up moving more financial services than anybody else because we aim at the head, uh, at the heart first, because mm-hmm. that, you know, that's where the thinking is. And uh, you, it's, it's hard. You can't sell a dream up here. You know, a, a, a no's come from here. Yeses come from here. And so you want to, you want to go, you're going to go aim at a person's heart. Just open their mind and their heart to possibilities. Uh, take you're, you're you're like a leader. That's all recruiting is is a leader. Selling a dream is being a leader. You're taking somebody from who's in a wrong paradigm. They've had nobody's. They they never knew that they could be successful, mm-hmm. and you're and you're taking them and you're you're taking them to Fantasy Island like that old TV show. You're taking them over there, and you're showing them a new way of life, and they're getting a glimpse of it, and and that's that's aiming at the heart, and you and you and you you're letting them know that hey, man, if I can do it, you can do it. Uh, there's other people just like you that are doing it. Man, and, and follow this system, and, and, and be, it'll be much easier to do it. won't be easy, but it'll be easier to do it because we got a success system. So all of a sudden, here's a guy that doesn't know anything about business. Nobody's ever really come and try to light his fire like that. Most people are aiming at the head, 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 and the, and the thoughts just pass away. But you're aiming, you're aiming at the heart, and it goes through the head and immediately gets emotionalized at the heart. And so he's feeling it. And, and that's the key. That that's what we say. Aiming at heart. Now, see, it, another thing we say is that if you aim it, if you aim at recruits, you'll hit sales. That's that's now, right. if, you're in a, if you're in a traditional that's a sales paradigm business, shift. If you yeah. if you yeah if you're in a regular sales, just a sales business, and, and you're selling, you're just bringing people in. You're renting their body. They're commissioned sales employee kind of people. They're gonna go sell, sell, sell. They got territories and quotas and all that stuff. They're going to be aiming at the head, 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 head. But in our business, we're, we're letting them come in and build them an organization. So they, they can sell dreams and build teams. And guess what? The people that you recruit are going to buy the product. The people that they know, you're going to borrow their relationships, their warm markets. 
you go, you're going to indirectly build the biggest sales force in history simply because you're aiming at the heart. It's a different Com- paradigm. Yeah, it, that that alone is a complete paradigm shift than what I've seen over 22 years in the financial industry, whether that is the the mortgage, uh, real estate, the insurance, the investments. It's just completely different, and no wonder, uh, you know, there, there's the the result in in history. Um, you know, I think I want to end it with just one thing is that, um, you know, you always say in the in the business, in the industry that we are in, so we are in the financial services industry, but we are not of it. It kind of goes back to what you was just describing, you know, in, in the making sure you're in the right paradigm and you're understanding you're in the distribution business. And so why is it so important for you as an example for your organization to understand that, yes, you are in a highly regulated industry because it's the, it's, it's the strongest industry in the world. It's probably the only industry that is measured in, in the trillions of dollars and um, dozens of trillions of dollars. And, and know that you, you, are in the, you are in that business, but you're not of it. Well, that's, in order that's to a, be able to go viral with what you're doing. But yeah, if you go viral, you got to understand that, especially in our world. <clears throat> it, it, in in our world, we're 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 offering people a chance to become on, fellow entrepreneurs with us, build businesses within a business, mm-hmm. become partners with us with this great venture, and let the, let our system help it grow by addition, by multiplication, and, and, and geometric progression. And and, and it's got to stay viral to make that happen. And uh, there's a, again, there's a scripture here that says uh, that we should be in the world, but not of the world. That's what mm-hmm. the, the uh, Lord's telling us. Be in the world, but not of the world. Well, what he's saying, yeah, we live in the world, but we don't have to partake of everything out there that's, that's out there that's bad. We got, we got to set ourselves apart. And so in our business, we, we, we're in financial services. And traditionally, financial services, insurance, annuities, uh, securities, et cetera, have been sold by quote unquote licensed salespeople, professionals who sell those products. Mm-hmm. Well, we are now coming in with a new paradigm in a in a in an old industry. We're bringing a new paradigm of distribution, and we've done it. We've done it with this is our third company. The first two are multi-billion-dollar market cap companies with a lot of great successful stories. In this one, same way, we 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 coming in here. We we all, we tell our people that if you need to be in. We're in the we're in the insurance business. We're in the annuity business. We're in the financial services business, but we're not of it. Meaning, we're going to do things a little different here. We're going to recruit people and build a distribution team much faster than they're used to doing it. Instead of having little agencies and just, they're more commission oriented, they're more contract oriented, they're more product oriented. Our we're more opportunity oriented, and and we end up guys with licenses. They're trained. And they sell better products, more products to people. It, the persistency is better, but but it's because we're we're in a paradigm of selling a dream. The reason why we've beat the, the reason why we beat Prudential and all these other companies over the last 30, 40 years in our, with our companies is because they were selling insurance, we were selling dreams. No compare, no big, comparison. Big paradigm shift, absolutely. I think that uh, it's, it's a great lesson to learn for anybody in almost any industry because I think that these principles obviously apply to any any industry. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, because we're out of time, uh, maybe a little bit over time, but that's okay because it, it was a very interesting uh, 
you know podcast today. I want to remind everybody that if 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 you want to adapt your mind or readapt and do those paradigm shifts that are extremely necessary to be able to succeed in, in the world of business, do not miss the upcoming event we've titled Conquer. Simply, it's, it's, it's Conquer event where entrepreneurs like Hubert Humphrey and others will be sharing the things that have enabled them to uh, achieve tremendous success. When you talk about you know being able to listen to the principles, the strategies, the systems, the methodologies, the way of thinking of folks like Hubert who've built you know not one but two multi-billion dollar companies and is applying those principles to build a third multi-billion dollar company, well, that is just pure gold that anybody who is in business uh, obviously can use to advance you know to, to where they want to go. So if you don't you don't want to miss this event, it is very different than everything that is out there. If you want to register right now, go to conquerevent.com. That's simple. It's conquerevent.com. Purchase your ticket. This is a virtual event and it's happening on March 26 and 27. And I also want to make sure that we thank our sponsor, Hegemon Group International. Without them, this podcast would not be uh, possible. And so what they are uh, doing for the for, for the entrepreneur out there is they're providing a vehicle. They are providing a platform where you're able to go in there and you're able to basically uh, you know, uh, invest your time uh, to learn a skill that can help you go from where you are today to where you want to go. It is an opportunity that has a tremendous window. We don't know how long this window of opportunity is going to be open, but the current conditions of the economy, everything that is going on makes it one of the, I believe, the best opportunity that is out there to be able to, uh, you know, increase your income. And so you want to check them out by going to hgiopportunity.com. That is hgiopportunity.com. And with that being said, Hubert, I want to thank you as always for making this podcast possible as well with all your, your wisdom, your knowledge. We certainly appreciate it, and I'm sure the people that are listening to the podcast are getting a lot of value from it. Have a nice uh, rest of your day, sir. All right, you too. We'll see you, everybody, next broadcast. Yep, bye-bye. Warning, this podcast may change the way you think about business, entrepreneurship, and money forever. The Conquistador Podcast was created for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to conquer their future. future. To be an epic entrepreneur, you must adopt the right mental paradigms as well as master the art of selling, marketing, and finance. 